0: what's up guys i'm rick and i'm dean and welcome to our second banter episode we're calling it the banter episodes for now because honestly dude we don't know what the hell else we're gonna call it but uh (laughs) so maybe next week it'll change But right now they are the banter episodes where we don't do deep dive reviews like we've been doing for our other episodes this is more just uh me and dean just kind of bullshitting about stuff honestly
1: oh definitely it's what we normally do, except for now we're recording it for all of you people, so um, I hope you enjoy. We got a ton of good feedback on our last banter episode, and um, I'm really excited to take on because we actually have a pretty cool topic today, and this was actually um, suggested to us from Banter Lad, who is uh, a friend in our group. Um, you know, we, we mentioned our friend group as this mystical League of Nations type of people, and that's really what they are, so... Banter Lad is one of the superheroes back in the cave who wanted to know what streaming services are best. So we're going to break those down for you guys.
0: (laughs) Banter Lad, he needs our help, and we're here for him. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. The the idea is all thanks to him. Um, He's been super supportive. So so if you like the idea of us talking about the streaming services, uh, we will extend that thank you to Banter Lad himself. But before we get (laughs) into... The streaming services, Dean, mm-hmm. we left off our last episode with a question. And now what we're going to mm-hmm. try to do is we're going to try to leave off our review episodes and uh, with a question and answer them in our banter episodes. So, Dean, you asked me what kind of – or not what kind of – what what video game um, mm-hmm. would I like to see made into a TV show or a movie? Um, I have a couple ideas um, off the top of my head. Nothing is really jumping out to me, um, but I have a couple I think would be good. But you have, it seems, Mm -hmm. one video game that you think needs to be made into a show or a movie. You know the answer, and I want to hear it. I'm so excited. I want (laughs) to know what I am missing out on not being a show or a movie.
1: Okay, so the correct answer to this question is Bioshock. It's a game that came out for Xbox 360. The story itself is fantastic. There's a small twist right in the beginning, and it sets up for a very, very cool show. Um, and it w- set up for a very cool game. Um, there's a ton of great characters, a lot of twists and turns in the road, and this is truly when people say, I mean, I- I'm sure you could tell that me and Rick are both people that play video games often. It's been such a part of our lives because we grew up with the console generation booms. I mean, when we were four or five, there was Super Nintendo. Now, in our late 20s, there are 4K gaming uh, consoles, which is pretty cool. But yeah, this is one that kind of just shows the people that criticize Uh, video games is kind of a waste of time there are some great stories some of the greatest stories ever actually and Bioshock really comes to mind as the greatest story ever but Rick I think that um, the only thing I could think of and I think this is the reason why it's never been made into a tv show or movie is because this relies so heavily on the first person camera which is really cool because all you see of the main character ever is just his wrists which have a tattoo of chain links on it, which are pretty cool, because a lot of the game mechanics are he injects himself with um, a syringe full of something called a plasmid, which allows him to shoot lightning or fire or um, air from his hands, which is pretty cool, but a little... I can see that being kind of corny um, in like a TV show or something. Um, uh, I just have nightmares about the Dragon Ball Z Evolution live-action movie or, or um, the um avatar the last airbender live action movie those are both uh, extremely horrible so um maybe the right studio hasn't gotten around to doing a bioshock endeavor but if they ever did i would be first in line to watch that
0: yeah you know it's funny you brought that up you were really excited and uh that was gonna be one of my answers honestly the the story is incredible Mm -hmm. um i've always thought that that would make for a great show um I love the the setting is actually extremely uh, fun I think. I think the setting is uh, super cool like an underwater Atlantis slash like Atlantic City feel almost like really cool. Um, i I would love to see that as a, as a show and I think that's good too because we're talking about giving things like um, the Mandalorian and the boys. 9 and up in our in our ratings mm-hmm. because they're they're fresh, they're different, they're new ideas. And Bioshock would be a fresh new idea. That's something that people mm-hmm. um, wouldn't have seen before, and that's why I think it would be so great. So I guess to be something a little different, um, not too long ago, I took a, a peek over at the games that I have to see mm-hmm. um, what would be really cool. And I know you've played this game before, and they have shows kind of like this. So this wouldn't be the craziest, most fresh idea, but a game I think mm-hmm. that would be cool if it were made into a show, not a movie, um would be Fable. Oh yeah. I think Fable would be a cool um show to watch. It'd be if they could do mm-hmm. it better than Merlin. Yeah, <laughs> I think they would do oh man. Yeah. It's more <laughs> um I guess less realistic. I think it, I think it would actually, what it would be is if they made a show it would be a combination of Merlin and the witcher is kind of be a hybrid of that, which I think would be pretty cool. Um,
1: yeah. The thing with fable. And I would say the reason probably why it has been adopted into a movie is I believe it is still um, of the era where uh, for some reason this was a trope in video games and some TV shows where the main character actually doesn't speak. At all? Um, so that Correct. would be tough, casting casting a lead, because I don't even know if he has a name, does he? The main character? And I believe you in know? Fable 3, you could pick between a girl or a boy. So the main character is pretty nondescript, but the story was pretty cool with, um, you know, the, the childhood friend Whisper growing up, and uh, mm-hmm. that, that's her name, Whisper, and then all the different... Um, Choices that you can make. I know that I've had some really funny moments in that game where I accidentally walked into a town and set it ablaze because I pressed Y by accident. Um, <laughs> so I, I have a lot of I have a lot of great stories because that was a fantastic game. But maybe that's why they haven't really made one. But that's something that I would watch it. Of course, if these studios pump a lot of money, or if they use the budget that The Witcher had, I'd pretty much watch anything if it was well produced and they hired a lead actor that was literally Superman. So um, that's always something to bear in mind. Rick, uh, I know you had a couple other ones that you were chomping at the bit to get out. Um,
0: Yeah, I think one more I think would be cool is... uh, You know I'm a huge fan of this game, and I think the reason this hasn't been made um, a show or a movie is because it's too similar to things like Star Trek or The Expanse, but I've always been a huge fan of Mass Effect. I think the story, especially especially in... Uh, Mass Effect 1 and 2 Uh, Mass Effect 3 isn't so good of a game so those of you who have played it, you you know what I'm talking about, but Mass Effect 1 and 2 they're great stories Um, and Mass Effect 2 actually was near the top in the best video games of the decade list that we Mm -hmm. talked about for Witcher 3 Um, so if, I don't imagine them ever making a show out of it because it is very similar to Star Trek but I think the story is so good that it would have been cool to see. Um, I don't think yeah. it's there's enough there to be made into like a movie. It just strike me as more of a TV show kind of thing. Um, yeah,
1: I can see them doing multiple that's, that's, seasons because the game is extremely long.
0: Yeah, it's very long, and it's the the universe is so in depth. Um, they actually have mm. like if you like press start and go to the main menu, you can like read like these histories and like biographies about like alien races and all these wars and the amount of time it took in just to writing the 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 biographies and histories and all this the lore of this place it had to take so long just to work on um but that's another show i think would have been pretty cool uh nothing else really jumps out at me right now off the top of my head i mean there are other couple good games that I really like as games, but I think they're better left office games.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think that that's something definitely to think about in the future. I, uh, I'm, as I said in the last episode, that really uh, the newest wave was these comic book movies and everything being a superhero kind of thing, where maybe with the success of Witcher, uh, the next big wave will be games. But we just kind of debunked a couple of reasons why some of these games maybe wouldn't work as um, a TV show. I hate to be too recent and too simple, but um, as we mentioned in our Star Wars episode, which um, as of right now is our most played episode, like we correctly predicted, um, the Star Wars episode, if you haven't listened, go back, I believe it was episode four. Um, I had did a review on The Last Jedi, I had mentioned I'm not done with it, I got farther in the story, and um, really it feels like it is a TV show that um, they just kind of forced around a puzzle game. So um, I actually really think that The Last Jedi would have worked better as a video game as opposed to, um, or it would have worked better as a TV show, as a video game, because a lot of the gameplay aspects are literally, you run into a room, you kind of slash a couple people, you get lost trying to jump around onto cliffs, and then all of a sudden, once you finally reach your breaking point of frustration, you get through it. So um, that's one that I think should be a video game, um, or excuse me, wow, I keep on messing up my words, that should be a show and not a video game, but anyway- you. All right, great. So as I bumbled through all that, we're going to go down and kind of break down what our sh- what our best streaming services are, what we currently pay for, what you think is best. Rick, uh, before we get into that, do you have anything else that you want to add on to our video game conversation?
0: I do, actually. It kind of kind of slipped my mind, and I should have said it earlier. Um, but there is a video game that is um, – I don't know if they've shot filming or they're starting the writing hmm. – that they are in the early stages of making into uh, a TV show. I I'm, I'm gonna assume for Disney Plus. I've never played the game, Dean, and I don't believe you mm-hmm. have either. <clears throat> but it is Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Um, I have come to come to understand that the this video game is one of the most well received, highly thought of, beloved. Mm-hmm. Uh, works of Star Wars uh, in existence, um, you know, because that ex- that extends between movies, TV shows, comics, um, e- everything. Honestly, and this this video game, Knights of the Old Republic, is one of the favorites. Uh, I like again, I said again, I've never played it, but I believe it is a couple thousand years before the events of Star Wars Episode One, so you and I have talked about how we thought that episode seven, eight and nine failed because yeah. it wasn't necessarily a story of its own. It was just an mm-hmm. extension of the old one. Um, this being that it is I, so far ahead in time before episode one uh, <clears throat> is a, is going to be a, a story of its own. So there's going to be completely new characters. There's, I, there's a couple of Sith Lords, that are very cool if you want to Google them. I think it's Darth Revan and maybe Darth Malak, I believe the other one is. They look very Mm -hmm. cool. Um, I'm sure introduce new Jedis and stuff. And whether it's a show or a movie, I don't care. I I just would love to see it. So this is something I'm very excited about. Um, But in terms of video games becoming movies, uh, that wraps it up for me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that was one of the um, kind of, Areas of feedback, I'll say politely, that we've been getting from our Star Wars episode is that two of the highest rated Star Wars um, productions, they were made under the main banner, and that's been quote unquote canon, has been uh, Knights of the Old Republic and also Star Wars Rebels was a TV show. And uh, both of those were the only two Star Wars produced things that I've never seen or played. So we're definitely going to go back and kind of take a look at that. But, Rick, exactly like you were saying, during um, our Star Wars episode, we had said that it would work better if it was on a completely different timeline. Um, This game was. I think the reason why we missed it is it came out in the early 2000s for original Xbox, um, which I didn't have. And I heard it was really good, but, you know, the backwards compatibility for Xbox 360 was just a nightmare So I never really bothered with all that. But maybe this is one that we'll go back in. Uh, Literally, when we're done recording, I'll look to see if it's on the Xbox One Marketplace. Maybe I could download it and uh, play a little bit. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And I know that Disney Plus has a lot more um, Star Wars shows in the pipeline based on how good Mandalorian did. So, Rick, um, I think that's a perfect natural segue. So we're going to talk about what streaming services we have what works for us what we recommend and rick i'm going to go right off the top since we were just talking about disney plus basic disney plus for 6.99 a month do you have that or do you have the whole package and do you think disney plus on its own is worth seven dollars a month What, what do you think what's your overall review of disney plus i would say
0: um, now, when you mean the whole package, are you referring to the Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Plus package? I is am. that correct? Okay. Yes. Um, so I'm going to say I do and I don't. Um, I I have all three of these services, but I don't have them in the bundle. So stupid of, that stupid so of me. <laughs> but-
1: that is so funny that you mentioned that because I've had ESPN Plus – for a long time, because really, um, you know, as I, as I've mentioned a lot, I am a, I am the founder, content director, and panelist on the winning ticket podcast. That is my other podcast. And I am a huge college basketball fan. ESPN plus shows about, I don't know, on a given night, there's maybe 40 basketball games. They show about 20 of them. So mm-hmm. I've had ESPN plus for a long time. I just got Disney plus um, back when the Mandalorian launched. So I am actually paying, Two separate subscriptions, seven and five dollars respectively. So basically, what I'm reading on this rundown is for an extra, what would that be? Oh no, yeah, for an extra dollar, I could also get Hulu. Um, I obviously don't have Hulu, so um, you know that's one that maybe maybe a nice review will get me to kind of bundle them together. But um, yeah, as far as Disney Plus goes, though, um, I've only had it for a short amount of time, and like I had mentioned on the Star episode, and of course this isn't Star Wars episode part two, so um, I know that we're just mentioning it a lot. But really, on Disney Plus, I haven't gone anywhere other than just watching Star Wars stuff. I mean, I I rewatched Rogue One, I rewatched um the Last Jedi because I couldn't believe that it. Uh, or really, it was to get me in preparation for the new one. And then um I've been watching Clone Wars, like I had mentioned during the Star Wars episode. So um Rick, are there any gems that I'm missing on Disney Plus? I do know that they have every Simpsons ever, but so does FXX, which is a TV channel. And they um, kind of show that all the time anyway. And I don't really like to cherry pick out since these episodes. I just like the randomizer, so to speak. So, Rick, what are your feelings on Disney Plus? What do you, what do you use it for?
0: Um, I am very down uh, on Disney Plus, honestly. Um, see, now we were talking about how there's the Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Plus uh, bundle. Um I mm-hmm. think that's a good deal. I actually, think that's a great deal. If you if you would put the use into it, I think it's a great price to have three um, services that um, by themselves are pretty good, but in combination for that price, I think it's an excellent deal. Um, Disney Plus by itself, though, mm. I, I I don't ever watch it. I never turn it on. I have it. Um, I actually wanted to cancel it, but. Uh, other people that I live with didn't want to. They oh yeah wanted to continue it going. Um, so if they want to find, I'm not paying for it. So no big deal. Um, but uh, after the Mandalorian, I kind of lost any um, desire to watch anything else. I know mm-hmm. um, Star Wars Clone Wars is a show that I would really like to see, um, mm-hmm. and that is on Disney Plus. So that's something I want to watch. Um, but I don't know if I want to pay a monthly subscription service just to watch one show. You know, I could probably find that, uh, another way to watch that if I really wanted to. Um, I think this is the show, not a show, a, a, a streaming service that's really great for families. I think if you, mm-hmm. um, if you have like little kids, that love Disney shows and movies and other content like that, I think it's fantastic for them. Um, If you're one of those people who, you know, takes a vacation to Disney every year, yeah, this is right up your alley. You know, there are a ton of people that do that. Um, That's not me, but if that's what you're into, go for it. Um, No,
1: exactly, and and if you'll allow me to jump in. um, Please. You know what? This is going to sound really stupid, but to me, Disney Plus (laughs) – uh, to me, Disney Plus is too Disney, if that makes any sense. I know that's no, exactly does. what I signed it up for. That makes perfect sense. But, like, I mean, I'm not the type of person that, I mean, I've been to, it's actually really funny. I went to Disney when I was like four, and then I went back when I was about 21, and it was like okay. But, you know, just the heat and standing online that just didn't, like, jive well with me so I'm like whatever I never need to go back and then through the forces of nature of work sending me there and bachelor party sending me there I've been to Orlando like probably like 14 times since I graduated college and I one time said that I never need to go back actually it was funny one time for work I had to go in consecutive weeks, I think three weeks in a row. So that was, oh no. um, I, I spent a lot of time in Orlando. I'm not a huge fan of the mouse. I have Disney Plus, but like I like you were kind of saying, Rick, I never need, not that I never need, but like I really am not, you know, at night, I'm not throwing on, you know, Aladdin. I'm not throwing on 101 Dalmatians. You know what I mean? Like, I know I, exactly yeah, what I mean. Yeah, they're classics and everything. And the library is so great if you have young kids that maybe you don't feel like dusting off your VCR player. Because I don't know about you, Rick. I think that every family that had kids that grew up in the 90s, we have like boxes upon boxes of VHS tapes of like Disney movies and stuff. And like, we're, we're never going to watch those ever again, especially with the streaming service. Um, yeah, I could see that being a huge benefit that you can now have access to that big library without dusting off a box. But at the same time, me a twenty eight year old, um, really, I'm really looking for their new content that's going to be coming out. And they just announced more Star Wars productions. They're going to do a um, Star Wars show of the woman from Rogue One, like a backstory on her. I believe okay. her name is Cassie something, Cassian or something. Jin uh, they're going to do that. What was that?
0: Uh, is it uh, Jin Erso, I think.
1: No, is there someone in the show? Uh, I mean, I, it's funny. I just said that I rewatched. Rogue One, but there's someone named Cassian, I believe. Maybe that's uh, that so that's right. Forth Whitaker's um, character, maybe.
0: You might be right. Uh, I'll, I'll give that a quick Google just so we know. Yeah, Cassian so... Andor. It is... Um, it's the, the male lead.
1: Okay. Uh, so, they're going to yeah. do a backstory on him. So, I think that um, the mouse is kind of seeing that the money is going to be in this Star Wars purchase. And maybe the money not, won't necessarily be in these big, um, live action movies, um, that they did with the new saga. I think that, you know, Disney has kind of learned a lesson with that and they're really going to make them the, their money peddling the streaming service with a lot of Star Wars stuff. You know, honestly, I think that in the future, this is really going to just look like it's called uh, Star Wars plus, which is that'll attract its own crop of people. So honestly, I think our overall summation of Disney plus is for $7 a month. I mean, if you, of course, on different budgets, if you could spare it, then yeah, why not? It's always another option. You could always throw on some old Disney movies for date night and things like that. Or if you really want to watch some of the newer Disney live action adaptations, Rick and I have both said that we don't like those. But if you do, then um, you know that's something that is on the horizon that you could maybe um, go back and watch if you don't didn't see those in the movies. Um, but I would say, as depending on your situation, unless you have... Little kids or people that have never seen Disney movies, I would probably I would say avoid it. Um, Rick, like you were saying, there are other ways that you could kind of find the Mandalorian, especially online. I mean, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We didn't hear any of that. We're not condoning that, <laughs> but if you really wanted to, you probably could. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say that it's definitely one that you could skip. Now, Rick, you um, did I hear you correctly? You have ESPN Plus, correct?
0: Um, not personally. My brother does, so it's okay. I have access to it if I need it.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and take this one up because I have yeah. ESPN plus and actually I have another similar app to a ESPN plus And I think like I had mentioned too, with my uh, sports gambling affiliations, um, I really just need to know when the games start and stop and who's playing who and when. And the ESPN, uh, the ESPN app is a little bit clunky. I guess that's kind of um, a nice way to say it is that sometimes I'll be searching up Thursday games, it'll automatically kick me back to the Wednesday slate. So it's just little tiny bugs like that. I also have the Action Network, which I actually think is a little bit better than ESPN Plus as far as tracking games and stuff. It's all about what you need it for. But ESPN Plus, as far as um, you could actually live stream. Games to your phone, um, college basketball, soccer, etc. Anything that's on the ESPN channels, you can just watch anytime. There are articles that sometimes are a little bit useful, but um, I wouldn't say spend the five dollars a month for the articles. So I will say, if you like to watch live sports on your phone, and you maybe if you want to see some uh, Southern or the the Southland Conference basketball games, if you really just want to watch Stephen F. Austin play mm-hmm. often, um, I would definitely say get ESPN Plus. Um, and that's kind of my my summation of it. So Rick, what what do you think of that? Did I sell you on it um, or are you just comfortable using Greg's?
0: Um, I'm pretty comfortable myself using Greg's when I need it. I I've, I've very rarely um, found myself needing to use it. the um, uh, ESPN plus honestly for me more would be for the premium like article the articles and content that they have sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, they will sometimes come out with, um, like NFL mock drafts and stuff, but they'll only show you like the first two picks. But if you want to read the whole mock draft, you got to be an ESPN plus subscriber. So, yeah. um, it's more for the, uh, the articles and the content aside from the shows that mm-hmm. interests me more. Um, See, I'm not a gambler like you are, so I don't really need to see, you know, like Florida Gulf Coast, you know, in, 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 like in in a conference game or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. My brother attends a smaller school uh, in the South, so he needs ESPN Plus to watch their games. That's the only way he can he can see them. Um, mm-hmm. So. Uh, I'm a huge sports fan, you know that. I love sports, I love everything about it. And even then, ESPN Plus is one that I don't feel like I need. Um, I'm pretty fine without it personally. Um, but I think if you get it with that Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Plus combination, uh, then you know I think that's that really is an awesome deal.
1: Yeah, and and that's so funny. Uh, shout, out, shout out to the Arkansas State Owls. Um, a team that I believe is one in fourteen against the spread. So um, that you can hear more, more fun little tidbits about that. The winning ticket podcast. Anyway, um, uh, so Rick, I think the only thing that that is left is Hulu. Um, that's the only one that I don't have, um, and you said that you do. Correct. So what is that? And is there anything? I'm seeing that you listed a basic and a premium. What is the difference? And are there any shows that you watch on Hulu? I know that you mentioned there's a James Franco show that you like. Um, so, um,
0: okay, yeah. The on. difference between basic and premium. <laughs> gotta be honest, and this is this is not going to make me look very good for our podcast and our, and our show, <laughs> but I believe basic is where it has ads and commercials in between, and okay. not that long. I believe it's um, a minute and thirty seconds worth of ads, probably three times throughout an episode. So it's not a lot. It's, okay, it's, you're getting ads. So we a regular TV show. Um, kinda. Yeah. Like you're, you're going to have ads, but the ads are less, um, than they would be on normal TV. Um, uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I could be totally wrong. So if any Hulu users want to call me out on this, cause I don't use Hulu a lot. I do use it though. Sometimes. Um, I believe the 1199 premium would be probably for ad free. That's, okay. that's what I'm assuming. The difference is, um, I use the basic. It is. am um, I'm, I'm I'm using just a, a, my cousin's account, so I'm on I'm on with her. So that's one of the reasons why I don't have the Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Plus is because I have I have Disney Plus, my cousin has Hulu, my brother has ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. So I have access to all of them. I just they're not all sort of things that I'm paying for. Maybe on one card or something. Um, but Hulu is. Um, very good for, I think, people that, like, don't have, like, cable or, mm-hmm. like, satellite or things like that. Like, you and I, we have uh, a Xfinity Comcast. Yes. Um, so, Hulu isn't a must for you and I, um, because mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that is on Hulu, um... It, we have just on Xfinity On Demand. Uh, yeah.
1: And I was going to actually bring up On Demand that a lot of cable providers do have that. I do know that the, the newest wave is people not paying a monthly cable subscription because they do have all these streaming services. I would always say, yes, cable's going to be a little bit more expensive, but On Demand is pretty awesome. I mean, all the shows that you need are there. Basically, anything that's on TV are there. And if you pay yeah. for premium channels... You could also watch um, the reruns uh, or at your fingertips. So that was one that I wanted to bring up, definitely. But but go on. So if you don't have that, Hulu's um, kind of more of that.
0: Yeah, Hulu for- is is basically, um, I would say, an even more extensive version of Xfinity On Demand. For those of you okay. who have Xfinity On Demand. See, what happens is, you. I'm sure you've noticed this with some shows, that... Um, the most recent season or maybe even the most recent two seasons on demand sometimes mm-hmm. are all available and free. And then sometimes when you go to the earlier seasons, even the first season, you sometimes have to pay per episode. Yeah. That does happen. Now, it's not often, but it, it, it does happen. See, with Hulu, they're all there all the time. They're all free, or okay. included with your price. There's no additional charges ever. See, mm-hmm. so... I know there have been times where I've maybe wanted a show, and it, like I said, doesn't happen often, where i will like, oh, let me check this out, let me see it, and they'll have the latest season available for free on demand, and the rest of the series is like $1.99 or $2.99 per episode.
1: Yeah, In that, wow. case,
0: yeah, in that case, Hulu does have that stuff. Um, in terms of original content for Hulu, I don't really know too much about Hulu's original content. Um, I did bring up um, mm-hmm. eleven twenty-two sixty-three with James Franco. I'm not going to do a whole review on it, but yeah. Um, basically, uh, he kind of goes back in time to stop the Kennedy assassination, mm-hmm. and it is a it's a great show. I highly recommend it. It's really fun. Um, so if you're into time travel and you know, looking at like what people would do if they had the opportunity to go back in time, um, I think that's great. So check it out. But um, in terms of uh, original content, um, Hulu Hulu really lacks there. Um, they kind of mm-hmm. are, they're like I said, they're the extensive on-demand library, which is cool. I know they have The Handmaid's Tale, um, but aside yeah, from that, and- I don't really know what they have.
1: Yeah, and I actually just pulled up, um, so Hulu's highest rated TV shows that they stream, I think exclusively – are Rick and Morty? They have the whole library of which you know, take it or leave it. I really don't particularly like it. Fargo, I've actually never heard of. Um, Vikings. Can I stop
0: you right there? I'd love to yeah. stop you right there. Fargo. Who? Fargo is one of the best shows on TV.
1: Okay, so that's that definitely. Is actually,
0: that is it's it's not um it's not Hulu's show. It's an FX show. But I. I watched it okay. on Hulu because I think that might be one of those shows that I had to pay for on demand. So okay, if you, so you want it back, yeah, I don't, I don't gotcha. believe it's available on demand. I watch it on Hulu. Um, again, I'm not, mm-hmm. gonna, I'm gonna real quick because I'm actually really excited about uh, Fargo to tell you guys. Um, each season is a new story. It's a new cast. Um, oh yeah. Season one is excellent. It's worth a watch even just for that. Season two is very good itself. Not as good as season one, but it's very good as well. Yeah. Um, I, there's three seasons right now. I had not seen the third season. Um, I heard season three isn't as good as the first two. Um, mm-hmm. But if you are a Hulu user or just someone who really likes good TV, check out Fargo. You won't be disappointed. It is. If hmm. we do get our must-watch list up there and with our picks out, uh, Fargo would without a doubt be on it. So, continue, well, I, he, he I really like
1: that I, I know I very disrespectfully just said I never heard of that but on um, the next one Rick with with the same amount of passion and vigor that you just mentioned on uh, the next show Vikings on History Channel the full library is there and I am going to go out on a limb and say that is a fantastic show History Channel actually very sneakily they made two very good dramas um, the other one being Nightfall which is um, Rick I don't know if you've ever seen it or heard of it but it's about a Knight Templar and um, Mark Hamill is actually in the second season as like an old grizzled um, Knights Templar. So very good uh, TV show, two of them actually, but Vikings I've given my recommendation thumbs up um, all the way. So, so Rick, um, what would you respond to that one?
0: Yeah, I've, I've heard actually fantastic things about Vikings. Um, I've never seen it, but one of the reasons why I haven't seen it is because I think there's like five or six seasons out. So yeah that's, just, that's yeah so that's really the only thing that's deterred me from watching it is mm-hmm. just because it's it's i don't know I, I get a i get deterred by a huge amount of yeah. episodes ahead of me like a big undertaking um,
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah so it, it, that's that it's a little difficult for me to bring myself to watch something like that but i've heard fantastic things about that um yeah you're right uh, history channel just seemed to be like uh like this sneaky like low key really good like option for television watching um, is yeah. when you bring up Nightfall. I've actually seen um, bits and pieces of Nightfall. Um, I don't really know too much about the story all that much. I'm, I'm not like invested in it. It's not mm-hmm. something I watch regularly, but I have seen um, a fair amount of it, and that looks uh, like a beautiful show. It looks like it's really well done, especially for a channel like History Channel where you wouldn't expect something like that to be that good.
1: Oh, yeah, they did a really good job with it. Um, the, My only, I guess, criticism is that the main storyline <clears> – <throat> Um, seems like it kind of wrapped up already. So I'd be really interested to see what they do with anything else. And then just to round off the list of shows, there's only um, one more that I really have anything to say about. Um, The other one is they have Dexter, Attack on Titan, The Handmaid's Tale, like you said, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and Homeland. Um, Dexter I saw, I believe it's also on Netflix. Um, It was good for four seasons. There's eight of them. And the last, like, 3 are crap in the last episode is infuriatingly bad. And then Attack on Titan, of course, is a... um, I don't want to say it's an anime because it's not. It's a manga? Manga? Um, We were just saying before we started recording that we didn't want to travel into the waters of anime and manga. So if that's not your thing, then Attack on Titan definitely won't be your thing. So that kind of wraps up Hulu. Um, Really, I think as far as pricing goes... Um, if you have any interest whatsoever on any of, uh, of the three, or if you think that you might be able to enjoy any combination of the three, I would just say, get the package. Um, or, you know, Rick, you had a, kind of alluded to it and I, it's the way that I kind of operate. They, most user agreements, they kind of discourage this, but I don't think they make it outright illegal, but, um, Really, if you have friends or family, just split split the streaming services. Hey, I'll pay for Netflix. You pay for Amazon Prime. You pay for Hulu. Bing, bang, boom. We're all covered. We all use the same login. Um, that's kind of the old-fashioned way of doing it, I yeah. would say. But um, that's really my recommendation. I would say get the, get the bundle on that. Or mm-hmm. if you only like sports, just get ESPN+. That's just the same. So, Rick, I think we're going to take on the two titans, um, Netflix and Amazon Prime. They're both $13 a month. Before we do, I just want to mention another streaming service that isn't listed here, and it's very niche. And, Rick, I kind of teased you before we started recording, saying that you might have a subscription to this already. But, guys, one that I really um, endorse, and I think it would be great if you like this sort of thing, would be the WWE Network. They have a Uh great library, Um, and, of course, it's extremely super niche. If you don't like professional wrestling, you would have no business ever wanting to be subscribed to this. But if you have any kind of fandom or you know someone that does, it'd be a great subscription. They have every match ever, pretty much. You go back and watch some of the favorites, pay-per-views, even Raw's and SmackDown's and stuff. You could Google the top 10 Monday Night Raw episodes of all time. But um, that's very good. And they also have some original programming. um, Like Steve Austin has a show. There's some really interesting things. So if you like things that are in the squared circle, WWE Network is definitely a streaming service that you'd like. And that kind of goes with everything. If you like... Anime, you might want to subscribe to Funimation, um, etc. We're not. We're just going to go to the high level ones. So, Rick, between Netflix and Amazon Prime, you can only pick one for the rest of your life. Ready, set, go. Which one are you going with? Um,
0: I think this is easy. It's Netflix. It's it's a must have. Um, they're the guys who started it all. Um, they, I think, they have the best original content, and I don't think it's particularly close. They have the biggest library of things. They are coming out with new releases, it seems, daily. Um, They actually just today released uh, a documentary that I think you would be um, interested Mm -hmm. in. It was the Aaron Hernandez documentary. I think it's like Inside the Mind of a Killer or something like that. Um, Three episodes, about an hour long. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but it's something I'm definitely going to look into. Um, I think what makes Netflix just... The Titan that it is 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 right now um, is their movie releases. Mm. That's really the 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 original movie releases is really um, is not not what's separating them from everyone else because they had already been separated. But it is just widening the gap to an incredible degree Um, when they're coming out. I know I know we weren't particularly fans of Marriage Story and Irishman, but they are getting a lot of views, they're getting a lot of critical attention, so when you come out with things like Marriage Story, Irishman, uh, make uh, Six Underground with uh, Ryan Reynolds, I know it wasn't a particularly good movie, but when you come out with yeah. these big budget movies um, to go along with their already stellar TV shows, um, Netflix is making it very hard for people to want to leave their house honestly yeah I mean it's difficult to um, even really go to the movies honestly now I know just because a lot of the movies in the theaters don't go to Netflix right away Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: Netflix offers so many shows and movies and original content that you don't really mind waiting for a movie to get out of theaters and under red box or on demand to see it because you just have so much content at your fingertips
1: yeah absolutely and that's something that i kind of alluded to when we started doing this show i mean rick um going a little bit behind the scenes the reason why we started doing this is because streaming service kind of have taken over the regular movie theater experience and um you know, that's something that you really, like, mentioned is that they showed the Irishman in movies. They showed Marriage Story in movie theaters. And, honestly, watching it on my couch, like, I felt okay about watching it. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. If I paid $12 to go sit in public to watch Irishman, oh, I'd be livid. I would give it a zero, probably. Same. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think just it, the, the world is changing the way that we like to consume media, shows, um, movies. Um, it's actually very interesting the way that, that Disney plus did the Mandalorian releasing one episode per week. And, um, the way that Netflix is doing with the circle releasing four episodes at a time kind of thing. So it's very interesting. They're evolving. They're kind of dictating to us the way that we like to consume media. We're dictating to them that we don't really like to go to the movies that much. I actually predict there could be a nice little paradigm shift in the way that people consume things is that, you know, same with you. Yesterday, I'll give you a perfect example. I asked my girlfriend to go to the movies and she said, What's out? And rather than having to search and figure, okay, twenty four dollars for, you know, movie tickets and another thirty for snacks and stuff, we just watched something on Netflix and you know, I made popcorn here, we got takeout, stuff like that. So yeah. it's definitely <laughs> changing the actually way that's quite
0: romantic too, honestly. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: <laughs> no, it was great. Um, and I actually misspoke a little bit. We did watch The Joker, which was very good. But Um, you know, that just goes to show that like, I saw the Joker come out in theaters and I was like, eh, I'll watch it at some point. Mm -hmm. I don't need to rush and go watch it in a a room full of smelly strangers. I'll just watch it with my loving girlfriend on the couch. That'll be a lot easier. So, um, that's definitely something to keep in mind. I agree with you. I think Netflix is, um, the King and it's easy. Although I will say that Amazon prime with their original shows and movies, maybe not movies so much, but their shows They're definitely, of course, they've been in the game less than Netflix. And Netflix, this is their only thing that they have to really hang their hat on, these streaming um, service subscriptions. Amazon, of course, as we know, is a part of the conglomerate of, you know, everything touched by Jeff Bezos turns to gold. But it's definitely one of those things where if they want to make a real push and start doing some of this original content, it seems that this is a real lucrative way for actual actors and actresses to get paid to go and sign with you know, a Netflix or an Amazon prime and make some original content. Of course, Amazon prime, they gave us the boys, which was a topic of one of our other episodes. There are some other really good shows. Um, I personally haven't seen it. It's, um, the something miss Maisel. Um, I know my family watches it. I I, I just never, that's it. I, I never got around to that one, but I know that's an Amazon prime. Um, original i know that's being talked about a lot so maybe we'll have to end up watching that for the pod but also um amazon prime has um the man in the high castle very good um i know you said that you watched a couple episodes and didn't like it i thought the first two seasons were riveting um the conclusion came out i'm not really too interested because it kind of ended kind of (laughs) dumb in a way the last season so i'm not really too high on it but still it's a it's a good feature length you know four season show so i definitely think as of right now Netflix reigns supreme as far as covering all broad strokes. There's so many things that you could find. And, you know, really without Netflix, we wouldn't really have a show.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, no, you're um, right.
1: I would say Amazon Prime is kind of clipping at their heels, um, which is why they're adequately priced. Of course, if your budget dictates that you can only have one, of course, we're going to, the rated pod, we're going to officially say Netflix is the answer. Um, and of course, we covered a lot of cool other options. Um, ESPN Plus, if you like, you know, your college basketball or or soccer. Disney Plus, if you really want to watch your 101 Dalmatians. Uh, Rick, I know you had listed HBO Now. I don't actually have that despite being an HBO customer. Um, Do you have that? Uh, What can you say about that one?
0: Well, um, HBO Now is basically um, HBO. It's basically just HBO for people that don't already have it. So you already have HBO, correct? Yes, I do. Yeah. So you don't really, you would be more, um, there's HBO now and there's also HBO go. Yes. You would download HBO go because you're already a subscriber. You already have the content. So that's what you would have just to carry HBO with you. HBO now is for the people who don't have HBO at all.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, and I put HBO now down and it is the most expensive streaming service, um, on our list here that we have down here. Um, but HBO, uh, I think more than anyone, more than Netflix, um, Amazon, uh, you name it, I think HBO puts out the highest quality content of any streaming service, channel, uh, premium network out there. When you have things like, I know we kind of said um Game of Thrones tailed off. But when you have things like Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. uh, I talked about the leftovers. Yeah. Um, the Sopranos, uh, Westworld. There's just, there's so many just killer shows. There's the, oh yeah the, the, the quality of shows on HBO is, is really second to none. The, the, they have the best shows on television. So if you're willing to spend uh on HBO. um, I think it's well worth it. There's, there's always a show on HBO that is well worth seeing. I think um, what makes it good too, is if you want to just pay the $15 for HBO and um, just watch a show or two, and then even cancel after that, I think that's fine. You know, not every show is for everyone but hbo is just so good um yeah i i th- i feel like everyone watches something on hbo whether they don't have hbo at their own house or something they mm-hmm. probably go to watch over at someone else's house that's how how um good the content is yeah um, and
1: of course that that's always been the you know kind of their mo since um you know becoming a company back then it was home box office it's something that's um so special and i know they have a ton of movies and stuff that are you know they were their claim to fame was it was the quickest from theater to your home um now it's interesting that they've kind of got more into the uh, original programming kind of thing um there's also a couple a couple other really good um you know shows that w- maybe we haven't really talked about rec like you were saying um along with the Game of Thrones and Westworlds and stuff. There's also Righteous Gemstones, which is hilarious. Uh, Barry, which won a bunch of awards uh, with Bill Barry Hader. Barry
0: is one of the best shows on TV, yeah. Yeah, yeah Barry is so just every,
1: the- everything that you see that's on HBO, you know that the rents raised a little bit. So that's definitely one that if you don't have that as a part of your cable, that's a, a good way to get at it for 15 bucks only.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So I know there are other streaming services that are either out there or on the way pretty soon. Um, you and I don't know enough about them to talk about them. So we don't want to give yeah. people uh, wrong information. Um, whenever you and I, Dean, when we talk about something, mm-hmm. uh, we talk about it because we feel like we know what we're talking about. Um, for example, uh, marriage story and Irishman getting no yes. love the globes, uncut gems, uh, getting no love with the Oscar nominations. Yep. Um, so we talk about stuff because we, we feel like we know what we're talking about. So neither of us have, I think it's Apple plus, uh, Apple TV plus, something like that. Neither of us have it. And so we're not going to say whether or not it's good. Um, I know that I think NBC has its own streaming service on the way. Maybe it's called the Peacock. maybe I'm making that up. I have no idea. I know they're getting obviously... The office off of Netflix, and they're going to bring that with them. Yeah. Um, but right now, I think we really hit the heavy hitters. Um, but I, I, th- I think we should probably go back down the list. Um, just give one last final thought, real quick. So, Dean, Netflix twelve ninety nine must have for every home in America, right?
1: I completely agree.
0: Okay, Amazon Prime Video is also twelve ninety nine, but that's included. With your Amazon Prime just membership. Yes. This is at no additional cost mm-hmm. to being and an Amazon Prime member. So I would think, Dean, again, every home in America has got to have this, right?
1: Um, I would say so at least someone in your family, or if you live alone, then maybe you have some consideration to have actually funny story about this. You're learning a lot about my finances today. We talked about me (laughs) being a sports gambler. Um, I actually signed up for Amazon prime and forgot to cancel it. And now I just have it forever because I'm like, you know what? I don't remember what credit card it's on. I'm just going to keep it because I order enough on Amazon, but no exactly right. Um, this comes with the caveat of when you order stuff on Amazon, it could come for free sooner sooner which who doesn't want their stuff right away? So I've actually been almost uncomfortably surprised by how fast some things get to my house. But yeah, definitely, if you order things on Amazon, if you've ever ordered anything on Amazon, I would definitely say that Prime, it comes with a nice little video suite as well.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, Amazon Prime Video, yeah, I think it's a must-have. Everyone should have it. Obviously, for hey, for two-day shipping, it's just is fantastic. But um, in terms of just the uh, entertainment and content, I think it's a must-have. Um, the, the quality of what they put out, I think is just as good as Netflix. Um, oh, yeah. just the amount of content, the con, uh, the, uh, the quantity is not as much. So that's probably why it doesn't get the love, but uh, the, the shows are, I think just as good. Now, Disney plus Hulu, ESPN plus Dean. Um, would you be, I, I think you've said this already real quick though, which of the three would you want to have individually, if any, or would you just be um, get it as the the three package? Because none of them individually, I think, are necessities to me. But for twelve yeah. ninety nine to have all three, I think if you're going to get at least some use out of all of them, I think is uh, is really good to have.
1: No, that's definitely. I could not have said it better myself. If you think that. In any way, shape, or form that you would ever watch anything on Disney Plus or Hulu, definitely get the the bundle or ESPN Plus for that matter. Um, me myself, if I was really looking critical at my finances, uh, like we were saying, this is you know you guys are deep in my pockets during this episode. If I was really looking critically and I had to cut or I had to keep one out of the bundle, I would keep ESPN Plus personally mm-hmm. just because of the the level to which I like to watch sports. So. Um, I would give my personal vote to ESPN plus. Um like you were saying there's a lot of good content and articles too. If you're not a sports fan then just ignore everything I said. Um but I would say that this is definitely um this is surplus. You know the yeah. Disney plus is still pretty new. Um it'd be interesting to see when we come back in a year um if Disney plus really does kind of turn into this Star Wars plus like we like we keep on saying. Um then it'd be interesting to revisit that. But as of right now I'd say it's probably a pass.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I th- I think the future for D- for Disney Plus is super bright. Um, and yeah, maybe in a year, like you're right, it, it might be uh, neck and neck with Netflix. Um, but as of right now, uh, if if you watch The Mandalorian wanted to cancel, go for it. Um, another mm-hmm. thing that might be a surplus, uh, for 14.99 a month is HBO Now. Um, I feel like if you're listening to our podcast, you love TV and movies. I think Mm -hmm. you are, um, someone who loves not just TV and movies, but you love good, well-made TV and movies. So if you really like genuinely good television, um, then I would say HBO now is a must have. Now, if you're someone who doesn't really care if they're seeing, uh, in-depth stories, big budget, um, projects, than you could do with HBO now. I personally can't imagine my viewing experience without HBO. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see you being without it, but if you're if you're someone who really loves generally good t- content, I think it's a must have.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I, I you know, just taking for myself, someone who has a regular cable where we pay the cable company to turn on our HBO. Um, I have always said that you know. I would move out. I would disown my family. If we canceled the HBO, I need to watch my my Game of Thrones now that that's over. There's still a ton of other really good shows, like we had mentioned. Um, You know, Barry, I actually only – I would wait for Game of Thrones to replay because with a little bit of Spider-Man 3 – um kind of similar to what i was saying with that is i wouldn't believe some of these episodes were so bad i thought that i must be stupid and i missed something so i would literally just wait for it to loop and then watch it again so i'd watch um barry and then that john oliver show um i believe it's last week tonight or this day today whatever whatever the hell it's called but <laughs> it's some a,
0: time at this time yeah <laughs> yeah so
1: it's a john oliver kind of is like a talk show guy and um yeah, so I'd watch that in Barry and then Game of Thrones again, of course. Of course, there's a ton of other really good shows that even I've never seen, like Silicon Valley and um, also um, Eastbound and Down, if I'm not mistaken, with another uh, Danny McBride show. Danny
0: McBride, yeah. Yep,
1: yeah. I've good been told show. that my personality is similar to Danny McBride in This Is The End. I don't know if you guys remember that one. Yeah, um, guys, but-
0: uh, for, for those of you who don't know Dean... Um, and if you've ever seen anything with really pretty much anything with Danny McBride for that matter, if you, uh, just envision a younger Danny McBride, that is, that is Dean (laughs) on your, on your podcast right now, guys. Uh, so if you like Danny McBride, you like Dean.
1: Hey, I'll take it. (laughs) But yeah, I, I would definitely say HBO is definitely something that, um, I, I personally think is a must have. It's, very next level, and even there's a lot of stuff that I didn't end up watching yet. Like, um, I saw Westworld first season was very good, but um, I never really got through the second season, and now there's a new season coming out with Aaron Paul, so I'll definitely have to revisit uh, Westworld season two. I've been told from coworkers that it's fantastic, so definitely have to try to get back on that, but guys, I would definitely say H- HBO, if you have the extra cash, 15 a month. If you could spare it, then go for it. And um, that's basically what we have as far as streaming services. Rick, is there anything that you want to add or close on or expand on?
0: No, man. I, I think that really covers it. I think we gave a pretty good in-depth review of um, you know, their prices and whether or not they're worth it, their content both in quality and quantity. Um, Netflix is obviously the, the must, and I think Amazon Prime is included – with the your membership, uh, that I think most people have at this point, mm-hmm. um, I don't think people are necessarily missing out with Disney Plus, Hulu, or ESPN Plus. Um, but if you would use a little bit of each, the the package is great, and H- HBO, I mean, speaks for itself. Um, aside from that, uh, we got really nothing to add. Um, if anyone who's listening. Has a different streaming service that they want to tell us about. It's like Apple TV or Apple Plus. I don't know. I don't know what the subscription service is. I think Apple TV is maybe the box and Apple yeah. Plus is the service. I could be wrong on that. But if anyone yeah, has, and- has that, let us know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. My understanding of um, Apple TV, I believe Roku and um, I believe that they're just similar to like Fire Sticks and Chromecasts where you could download other apps on. I know if you have a smart TV, there's also um, just apps of streaming services so um, yeah guys let us know if you get some weird channel that we don't because um, chances are that we're going to kind of want to peruse it and see what's going on Um, so Rick I I think you know we've given the people an additional hour and an additional episode is there anything that that you want to add on to this to this one right now we have a nice little in-depth review of some streaming services and um, some other other fun little tidbits some fun little banter if you will Um, what do you have to say to the people
0: Um, well, I, uh, I wanted to give us another pat on the back, man, with about how right we were, Magisteria Irishman and Uncut Gems. I mean, I know we're, we're kind of tooting our own horn here, but it's Mm -hmm. just, um, I think it's for, for two guys who aren't professionals. We're not, um, you know, critics who do this for a living. Um, you know, when you see stuff uh, online that, uh, agrees with what we've been talking about it it admittedly it feels pretty good um definitely i i when we come on here and talk about reviews for shows and movies um you know it's silly but we we want to give you the right opinion we want to give you guys the right idea we don't want to steer you in the wrong direction um and uh i know against the critics for marriage story and Irishman and uncut gems for all three of them. Honestly, we went against the grain with those, with those three. And, um, I think at least in terms of the audience opinion, we were right. And, uh, that feels good. We're not going to be right all the time. Um, you know, there's going to be times where, um, we're either wrong or, you know, people don't agree with us. And, um, you know, just, I think honesty is important too. So if we're ever wrong, we're going to, we're gonna bring that up too when we'll hell we'll probably make fun of ourselves to lighten the mood about it. Um, oh yeah, but that sounds pretty good. But Dean, just to just to kind of lighten it up because this is the banter episode, and usually yep. we usually we crack a lot of more jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, at least, well, this is only our second banter episode, but the first one we were talking about our crotches and uh, <laughs> sending things into orbit and uh, making them crash and burn and whatnot. Um, oh yeah. I know we've been trying to get some some drops in, uh, in our episodes and mm-hmm. we didn't in our previous banter episode and we didn't really do segments as much as we just kind of reviewed streaming services for this one. So drops probably won't happen in this one either, um, but drops are super fun guys. At least I think they are and Dean, Dean agrees. So oh, our, yeah. next, our next banter episode, um, we want to get drops in. Honestly, we might go so drop heavy, <laughs> it might be overkill, but we want to get them in there. Um, one thing I was thinking about, Dean, I don't know how much mm-hmm. thought you've put into this, but uh, it's always fun to talk about um, booking your own movie, <laughs> like a fantasy movie. So like, what would you like to see a movie made of? And mm-hmm. I think I saw somebody talk about this, maybe on Twitter, and I thought this was an, a great idea. If mm-hmm. there was a Star Wars movie where Keanu Reeves starred mm-hmm. as a Sith Lord... How freaking cool would that
1: be? Yeah. No, that, that'd that be really cool. You you would definitely see me buying a ticket. I've actually gone one step farther with that, and this was before. And, guys, I know what you must be thinking with, with the last episode uh, or the Star Wars episode and now this, um, where we've kind of somehow mentioned it a couple times during this. But I said that they should make, like, a drama, like, thriller-type movie. And at the very end, a guy's about to get, like, shot, and he pulls out a lightsaber. So the whole time it was a Star Wars movie, but you never knew about it. I I think that would be pretty cool, like a fun like like twist ending and like like dun dun dun, and then it plays and it's just like I thought. I think that'd be really cool. I'm a sucker for for nice big surprises and twist endings. Of course, um, I've watched a lot of M Night Shyamalan movies and things of that nature. So anytime that you can keep me on the hook and then kind of pull the wool over my eyes, I'm definitely into that.
0: I I actually see now that we're talking about it. See, because it's the Banshee episode and we're going back and forth. I actually love that idea. I think it'd be really cool if Mm -hmm. you took that idea and it was basically um, like an origin story of the force and the Jedi almost, you know what I mean? Like so early on in the lore of Star Wars that the force is more of just uh, merely a belief and idea than a thing that's universally accepted. And Jedis Mm -hmm. aren't a thing. It's really just more, I guess, at the end of what this movie would be, would just be like a guy with a lightsaber who is very yeah. in tune with the, the universe around him. That would be actually really cool. I, it, see, it's a very M night Shyamalan type idea and thought yep. I wouldn't want him to direct the movie. I think that yeah. would fuck it up. Um, but if you could get someone else to do it, I think that'd be super cool. Hell, you if we if it was Keanu Reeves who was the guy, I think that'd be <laughs> cool. If we made Keanu Reeves like the first like Sith Lord ever, that'd yeah. be so cool, you know? And he has he's gotta have some sort of like badass lightsaber too. Right. He, he looks like a Sith Lord. He's got like the beard and the long hair, and he's so right. cool. Um So I I think that would be a good idea. Do you have any other like fantasy books, movie ideas? Because if mm. not I have a couple other movie questions for you that I would love to hear.
1: Um, I don't have anything that comes to mind. It, like I was saying, just like a nice like twist, or even like what we were saying earlier, like a like a Bioshock movie or a game uh, turned into a movie would be something that I'm into. But uh, I'm ready for these questions. Bring them on.
0: All right. If you were an mm-hmm. A-list actor, okay. What movie franchise would you want to star in in their next movie?
1: Ooh, um, I'm gonna go with an easy answer, and this is nothing but. Uh, and again, we're we're circling back to the main theme, but I'm doing the the Johnny Manziel money symbol right now. Okay. I would choose uh, the Fast and the Furious franchise because they're just gonna That's make so movies. Cool. They're gonna make movies forever and ever and ever. They're never gonna stop. We're going to be old and gray, Rick, and it's going to be fast 38. Um, they just make a new movie every year because it grosses $100,000 $100, million in the movies. It's always been Diesel and The Rock and whatever other beefcake you could slide in. I would say that I want to star in that movie because I know, guaranteed, it's going to be um, tr- triple-figure millions opening weekend, and I'm going to get a huge payday out of it. That's what I'm picking. Rick, what about you? What would you want to star in?
0: I would absolutely see any and every Fast and Furious movie that you star in. (laughs) I, I, I'm not going to be able to sleep at night, praying that you star in Fast and Furious 38. (laughs) Fast and Furious 38 Serengeti Drift. It'll be like you. It'll be you (laughs) in Africa, just drifting around a pride of lions, and like you're, you're like shooting guns at poachers, like defending. Defending Endangered Species in Africa. That's it. Fast and Furious 38 up. Serengeti Drift.
1: I'm in. Uh, Rick, what about you? What, what are you starring in?
0: I would love to, now that this is his last installment of uh, James Bond, I would be the love to be the next James Bond. I'd love to be oh, the yeah. next 007. That also, you can't see me, but I am also doing the Money Manziel sign. <laughs> um, it makes crazy money. Um, but the character is just so cool. He's like this suave, debonair action hero who gets all the most beautiful woman in the world. So, who in the right mind wouldn't want to do that, right? <laughs> That'd be so. Cool. Yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That, that's definitely a really good answer. Definitely something that's iconic is what we would uh, both uh, select. But that, yeah, that, that's a that's a really good thought. And guys, of course, if you want to let us know what you would want to star in, you could reach us at Rated Pod. Um, spelled exactly the way that you think. No spaces, obviously, because it's a Twitter handle. But um, yeah, so this has been a fun one. This has been a good uh, banter episode. Rick, like you were saying, with a little bit more production values, of course, as you and I just starting out our podcast, we have, um, you know, this is going to be episode eight. Um, Thank you for coming with us during this so far. And um, yeah, of course, production quality is going to sound a lot different Um, in the future. We're working on soundboard sound boards and stuff and like we're saying, you know, the production is, you're looking at it. You're listening to the production team right now. <laughs> yeah. So it's whatever, whatever we could cook up. And, you know, I have I paid $100,000 for an engineering degree, so I will figure that out at some point. <laughs> so look forward to stuff like that and look forward to, you know, having these more fun, lighter episodes. Um, today we actually had a little bit of a, well, we had a lot a bit of an agenda where we kind of gave you and broke down like some, some good content of what streaming services are are must haves and what's great and what you might want to avoid. So you might actually find a lot of use out of this banter episode.
0: Yeah, this has been super fun. I think we, um, I think this banter episode is probably more, uh, it might end up being the most helpful banter episode we ever make. Cause it kind of was a review one too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the rest of our banter episodes are going to be more of just me and Dean talking about things similar to what kind of movies would you like to star in? Um, mm-hmm. What would you like to see a movie made out of? More like just random questions that we go back forth uh, and talk about. Um, we did the streaming service review because we got that from one of our listeners that um, he wanted to hear about. And honestly, I think everyone probably got some helpful use out of that because, uh, you know, maybe not everyone has every streaming service so we can help tell you what you are or are not missing out on. But um, yeah, the rest is probably going to be more just, Honestly, guys, probably random bullshit that that are probably, uh, (laughs) questions that you can ponder yourself in the car as you're driving and, uh, maybe send us a a tweet and say how you feel. Um, but this was super fun. Um, I don't know yet what we're going to review for our next episode. Um, there's a couple things that I've seen. I watched, uh, Don't Fuck With Cats, um... There's another episode, another TV show I recently watched. So maybe we'll do something like that. I'm not sure yet. So we're not making any promises. Um,
1: Yep. But we'll definitely uh, announce some of that stuff. Or you might just one day wake up to your podcast feed and see um, that the episode dropped and the name of the titles. I just include what we are talking about so that you could see if you want to hear it or not. And um, the the good thing is that these all come back to, um, they're very replayable. You know, you could always go yes. back and re-listen now with award season coming up. You could always go back and re-listen to the uh, marriage story and the Irishman. It's actually very smart that we did those two on the same episode. So um, definitely there's a lot of replay value in all these episodes. So listen to your favorites and um, all of them. I mean, it's so, it's so tough to choose. It's like choosing your favorite child. They're all so great that yeah. you don't know which one is the best. But um, definitely you could always go back and listen to what we say.
0: Exactly. Yeah, guys. So tweet at us, um, tweet us what movie or show you would love to star in and, uh, tweet at us any, uh, any movie ideas that you kind of have while you're scrubbing your balls in the shower, thinking that you're the (laughs) next Martin Scorsese. So tell us what the hell you think would be good. Um, and yeah, tweet at us about what you think you'd love to star in as well. I think that pretty much covers it. So we can't wait to see you next week. Um, I don't know what we're going to be talking about, but it's going to be good. I promise you it's going to be good. Hang with your bros, love your hoes, and as always, watch those shows.